0: Welcome to Chick Chat with Unapologetically Karen, the podcast for women by women. I'm Karen Webb, architect, author, entrepreneur, creative junkie, and your host. Chick Chat is your resource for building your big, bold, and beautiful feminine life. So join me for some eye opening and jaw dropping dialogue that has people talking. Well, hello. I thought we would try something new today. I am going to be your host and your guest. So, um, Karen Webb, unapologetically Karen, and I am just going to share it all with you today because I think that it's time for me to introduce myself or reintroduce myself if you already know who the heck I am. But we've had a lot of new followers and a lot of new people you know um tuning in to this podcast which i am so grateful for i appreciate it so much um truly and so i thought i would discuss why the heck i'm doing a podcast to begin with um and what my goal or my you know mission is with chick chat so many of you are probably wondering, why in the world is she doing this? Isn't she an architect? Yes. <laughs> I know it's confusing. Why would an architect do a podcast for women? Well, let's clear up the confusion right now. So yes, I have been an architect and an entrepreneur for over 32 years. I have um, loved this career. It has been so fulfilling. It's it's a passionate, creative, and all-consuming career in many ways, and I knew early on at 16 years old, I decided I wanted to be an architect. I know that's such a young, tender age, right? But so I went on this um, field trip through my career center at the high school I was attending in Huntington Beach, California, Marina High School. Anyway, um, and it was called Women in Architecture. And I went on this thing and I was completely hooked. I just, I remember coming home saying to my mom, oh my gosh, what a day. I fully know what I'm going to do with my life. Um, I think I loved architecture. I had a you know, a, a thirst for it when um, I was younger because we used to travel a lot. My mom owned a travel agency and we really got to see the world growing up. And architecture was something I really started to see and focus on throughout Europe, et cetera. So I have loved this career, but not only have I learned so much in the last three decades of being an architect, I've learned so much about architecture and design and running a business and, you know, employing a staff, etc. but I've also learned something I think that's even more powerful or maybe more life-altering, and that's what I want to share because architecture is still a male dominated industry. Um, only 17% of architects, I, I really could barely believe that number when I read this, um, only 17% are women. And I think that especially when it gets into construction and the world of contractors is very male dominated, I think women architects can tend to get, um, intimidated. And so I think that has kept, you know, uh, construction, and architecture as a male-dominated field. But I have learned, this was the big lesson of my life, I've learned to navigate and thrive in a male-dominated industry while never manning up or dumbing down for anyone or anything. You know, A lot of people, a lot of women think that in order to be taken seriously in a male-dominated industry, you got to man up. You got to be like the man, right? You got to leave your feminine traits at the door. And I am here to tell you from some serious personal experience of 30 years and more that that is not the case, that we actually, as women, have very powerful feminine spirit that that adds, that enhances what we bring to the table, even even in the business world. So it is important to walk into a room with confidence and poise and do all of that in a male-dominated industry while staying true to who you are and your feminine spirit. Femininity is, is an amazing thing. And I know that our culture right now is trying to kind of get rid of genders, to blur them, to make them so fluid that I feel like they're attacking femininity as a thing, like as, a, as an ideology. And I am of the thought that, no, it is the most um, powerful, it really is the most powerful uh, way to to be in business, to really bring all of that forward, because it is, I mean, it is absolutely um, an extra skill, a level of expertise that men typically don't have. So, bringing that in is so important. And I'll get into that. That's going to be the topic for today. But before we get into that of femininity and why I think it's the bomb and um, how you've got to really grab a hold of it and lead with it. But let's jump into the next thing that I want to uh, clarify for you. Who the heck is unapologetically Karen? Am I right? (laughs) You're probably going, okay, I thought your name was Karen Webb. Used to be Karen Otis, got married to love of my life, Jeff Webb, and it's now Karen Webb. But then who is unapologetically Karen? Well, I've actually trademarked that, okay? That was a royal pain in the butt to get done, but I did it. And the reason I did it is because there is a social media-driven Karen bashing. You know what I'm talking about. Karen has become like this... Um, stereotype for a bossy, entitled, racist, white, rude, know it all, and unreasonable woman that people do not like. <laughs> and I don't see this going away in the near future. Okay. So while Karen, um, is, was a popular name in 1965, that's when I was born. Um, you know, at that age, Oh, I should say in that era, 1965, the name Karen was the third most popular girl's name. Okay. I think times have seriously changed. Don't think anyone will be naming their babies Karen right now. <laughs> so I think that this, this Karen bashing, this, you know, um, this kind of demonizing of the name Karen has become so big. I think it's got some serious roots. It is not going anywhere. It has some gnarly roots that are taking hold in our culture. And I don't see it disappearing in the near future. I mean, it's even made the the evening news. Uh, I don't know if you remember Central Park, Karen, was this horrible woman who uh, this this black man asked her to please put her dog on a leash at Central Park. And instead of just, you know, Accommodating, which actually there are signs that say you have to have the dog on the leash. Anyway, she proceeded to call nine one one and lie about this man and him attacking her, etc. Just some serious crap. Okay, like yes, that's a bad, that's a shitty person. Doesn't mean she's a Karen, but okay. Anyway, um, but the name Karen has been sticking to all those types. It's funny. I even went online. There is a site that daily gives, like Karen, uh, you know, um, tidbits, basically different episodes in life or videos that show someone being a Karen. Okay, so that, I think that's here to stay. So I'm just going to own it because, you know, um, when I turned 50, this is a few years back, I think I just got to the point where I was like, screw it. Don't care what anybody thinks about me anymore. <laughs> you just kind of go, done with that. Don't really care. Um, you got to finally get comfortable in your own skin. And, and I think I'm there. So I'm unapologetic about being a Karen. I'm a good Karen though. Just ask anybody. <laughs> um, I mean, it's even in the Urban Dictionary, uh, Karen has now taken uh, its place in the urban dictionary, but here's the thing: the Karens I know are pretty incredible people. I know a lot of Karens, and these women are smart and driven, kind and loyal, insightful. They're nurturing and they're thoughtful, you know. And and those Karens, as well as myself, we don't we don't blame others for what life throws our way. We are not victims. We embrace life and all that it brings. And for that, we should never have to apologize. So that's me unapologetically, Karen. It's funny, when I started kind of digging into this um, notion of this kind of social media driven Karen bashing, I went with a friend of mine. Uh, her name is Jody. She and I went to Scottsdale and I had to take a friend because I needed... Just some guts. (laughs) I was a little nervous. And we went up to people and said, okay, so what do you think about the name Karen? And people answered all kinds of things. There was this one bachelorette group and they were like, oh, she is racist biatch. Like, you know, just slammed the name. And then after they do all that, you know, they said, oh, she's got the haircut, the choppy, blunt bob, and, you know, Midwestern racist woman so entitled. And then after it, I said, okay, what would you say if I told you I'm a Karen? So some of them were just sort of dumbfounded. The funniest was these two guys that go, what? No, you're not. And then they go, no, 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 you're cool, though. You're cool. <laughs> so you're just KK. <laughs> anyway, um unapologetically, Karen, that's where we stand. Okay. Moving on from that. So what can you count on in Chick Chat? What do you want? What are you going to get in this podcast? And I'll tell you, you're going to get the raw truth, the real me. Yep. I will bear my soul to you, girl, a naked soul, an open heart, and a curious mind. You're going to get the fun and the fierce because I am not holding anything back. I really hope no one gets offended, but I have to be honest, in this day and age, I am pretty sure somebody will. So just let me know it. Call me out on it. That is absolutely okay. I mean, just bring it. I can take it. I'm a big girl. Okay. And the reason is I'm not here to serve and everyone. Like, it's just pretty much impossible. You've got to know that you can't serve everybody. You can't be everything to everyone. But I'm here to connect with stellar women that ignite, uplift, and transform lives. lives. And that is what I'm going to bring to you. You can count on that. My mission here is to create a soulful, supportive, and spectacular sisterhood that values femininity and embraces the feminine spirit. So, to become a a really spectacular sisterhood, I need you guys. I need you to step up and comment back to me and let me know your thoughts and reach out to me if what If you know a person that we should interview that is a stellar woman, or if you've got a hot topic in terms of what women want to hear, what matters to us, then you got to bring it to me because this is collaborative. Uh, A sisterhood works when women really lift each other up and collaborate. It's a communal um, effort. So, Now let's talk about femininity, because that's really the topic for today. What does it mean to be feminine? What is the feminine spirit? So femininity is beautiful, inspiring, intuitive, soulful, magnetic, sensual, and fearless. It's an elusive creative force that yearns to flow freely, to move effortlessly through us. It's often called Shakti. So it is that... Feminine force that women have. Um, You know, and it's been called all kinds of things, you know, women's intuition. We have this mothering, maternal instinct. All of those things make up our femininity. And it is not something to be hidden or squashed or, you know, um, devalued. It is a beautiful thing that we shouldn't hide those qualities. To get ahead at work and to succeed. And I think a lot of women think you need to, and that's the shame. That's the sad part for me. So I want you guys to know that, and this is true, the way I became successful, the only way was to stay true to me. And I'm I'm a girly girl, okay? I am feminine. Um, That's just me. I took after my mama, who was a beautiful, elegant woman. And I always valued the just the beauty of her femininity, of her kindness, of her softness. So we really should embrace our feminine spirit and lead with it because its power and reach is beyond measure. And it's something that we can bring to the table that men don't have. And that doesn't mean that we are less than. It actually means we have something pretty magical that needs to find its way into all parts of our life, not be shut down the minute we, you know, and left at the door the minute we walk into a conference room. Okay. I know from experience, truly 30 plus years, that women excel, thrive, and rise above the nonsense and noise when they embrace their own unique sensuality. So rejoice in your feminine self. This sisterhood, please rejoice in it. Your curves, the sensual way your female body moves, the intuitive depths of your soul, and your tenderest touch, those make you who you are, just as much as your drive, tenacity, and strength. Our feminine selves hold exquisite power. They really do. It does not make us weak. It makes us powerful. Femininity is strong. It's complex, wise. It's sensual. This grown ass version of femininity is what I call our feminine finesse. And it is inherently one of our most treasured and powerful assets. So we start out as young little girls with a very kind of, I don't know, sort of a um, childlike look at femininity, right? Where we're supposed to be demure and meek and we are soft and we don't, you know, we're not loud and we, Um, are supposed to look pretty. And that doesn't work as we become grown-ass women. But what needs to happen is not to denounce our femininity, but actually let it grow with you. It needs to grow up alongside you so that you have that feminine finesse when you finally reach adulthood. So it embodies our sensual womanliness, rich with poise and grace. It is our maternal, intuitive, and nurturing self, and it's merged with our strength, our wisdom, and our unique ability to lead with compassion and devotion, and I think that's critical. I know for me, my femininity comes into play in the way I lead, the way I am with my clients, the way I help them develop their dream home, the way I uh, nurture my employees more as a mentor than as a boss that is leading with compassion, leading with your feminine strengths. So it makes no sense to squash or extinguish all that is splendidly feminine. We should not denounce our feminine characteristics and traits. We should celebrate our feminine finesse, rejoicing in its uniquely powerful beauty. So I want to share an excerpt from this book I've been writing. So my book is my second book. The first one was more about how architecture, uh, home building is like life building and et cetera. So, but this second book is really about this, about kind of unleashing our feminine virtues and how powerful they can be and how beautiful they are. All right. So I'm going to share an excerpt from this. Okay. This is like the first time ever, so I hope you like it. Okay, here goes. When I stand naked in front of the mirror, I see a full fledged, beautiful, wise, graceful, and grateful woman. I don't look away with a scowl. Instead, a knowing smile crosses my lips because I know the journey she has traveled to get to this enlightened place. She is a force a force that survived betrayal, heartache, loss, and deep disappointment. But she rose from the ashes to triumph beyond measure. She has been unleashed, set free, unshrouded, and exalted. She has triumphed. Naked and bare, she is remarkable. There are times I hardly recognize this woman in the mirror. She has her life written all over her face. Her brows furrow as she thinks back to the formidable terrain she had to climb and the frightening precipice she faced. She recalls the tearful nights, the sting of betrayal and the gut-wrenching climb that followed. But then her face softens, her brow smooths over. There is a peacefulness to her countenance and a twinkle in her eye as she reflects on the woman she has become. This transformed woman hardly resembles the young girl whose life was derailed in 1999, who sat sobbing on the kitchen floor as her life unraveled. Though the climb was scary, often lonely, and riddled with hardship, it was also her awakening. She is strong, she is resilient, she is happy, and she is wise. She survived the struggle and surfaced as a stronger soul. She does not cower from life, but embraces it with joyful gusto. She is unapologetically and boldly feminine. And for that, she is forever thankful. So my sisters, I hope you like that. Um, Thank you for letting this chick chat with you today. I'm so, so grateful for each and every one of you for tuning in, for being part of the sisterhood we're creating. And I really can't wait to see it thrive as we build a spectacular group of women that will stand together. Until then, ladies, be your bold and beautiful selves. Until next time. we